This mini-movie review contains adult language, mature situations, initial reactions, geek-out segments, comparisons to earlier films, and minimal spoilers for other films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Listener discretion is advised, true believers. Spyrokin mini-movie review, Spider-Man Far From Home, spoiler-free edition. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin mini-movie review, Spyrokin's podcast where we talk about new and recent films and tell you the basic gist about it without going too spoilery or crazy about it. This is your host Zan saying konnichiwa, aloha, buongiorno, and what's up? Yes. Hope you guys are doing really good. I am doing pretty awesome. Now beforehand, remember you can check out any of our other mini-movie reviews at www.spyrokin.com. S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N. We have our mini-movie reviews, our movie reviews, our game reviews, our comic reviews, our anime reviews, our manga reviews, and everything else possible. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, YouTube, and several other social media sites. Just type in Spyrokin. We're also on iTunes, iMusic, and some other podcast aggregators. And... I think that's it. Oh, you can email us at spyrokin at gmail.com or me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spyrokin.com. So let's get to it, shall we? Because I'm really excited in jazz because we got to, I got to see a really awesome movie that I've been waiting for for quite some time. I want to see how it went and how it would interact with the situation. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the 23rd film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the 7th live action solo film with quotation marks for... A specific Marvel Cinematic character. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes, directed by John Watts and produced by Kevin Feige. And this is based on characters by the late Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Uh, We miss you guys. You guys were visionaries. And starring Tom Holland as Peter Parker Spider-Man. Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Zendaya as Michelle, a.k.a. MJ. Kobe Smolder as Agent Hill, John Favreau as Happy Hogan, JB Smooth as this random teacher who showed up in the commercials and now he's in the continuity, so apparently the commercials are real continuity, but whatever. You had Jason Batalon as Ned Leeds, uh, which we'll get into in a bit. You have Marissa Tomei as May Parker, and finally Jake Gyllenhaal as Quentin Beck slash Mysterio. The, well, We'll get to his situation a bit. So yeah. So what? how was this movie? How was Spider-Man Far From Home? Well, I'm two minds about it. I really am. Because on the one hand, it's a really fun movie. And it does develop a lot about Peter Parker. It develops him going into the role that has been established since the end of Avengers Endgame. And where he's going with that. And it's also a story about him coming into his own as a t- teenager, going into a young man, and him becoming the superhero he needs to be. That's on the one hand. On the other hand, this film is starts off kind of rough. It's a fun movie, don't get me wrong. It's fun, and there's some great set pieces. There were some aspects of it that I found a little annoying. And we're not going to go too spoiler heavy into this film at all. I'm going to try to keep as many spoilers away as possible because we're going to be doing a spoiler-filled review. And in a few weeks in our superhero show, Zan's Extraordinary Superhero Examination, where we talk about more in depth of what's going on because there's a lot I want to talk about and I can't really talk about it, the more intriguing elements about it. But let's get to it. So overall plot is after the events of Avengers Endgame, 
Peter and his classmates are dealing with the repercussions of what occurred in Endgame, and they are actually going to school, and they are going to be going on a field trip, a summer trip to Europe. And Peter wants to do a lot on this trip. Most importantly, he wants to get closer to Zendaya, MJ, Michelle. I want to say Michelle, but it's MJ. They, they turn her into MJ, but she's MJ. And he wants to get close to her, and his whole, he has a whole plan going on. And as he goes on this trip, shenanigans occur, including some weird creatures. And he may get a hijacked trip from none other than the former director of S.H.I.E.L.D., Nick Fury. And from there, he's also introduced to several new characters, including Quentin Beck, Mysterio. A superhero from a different dimension that was pulled into our world due to the snap several years ago. And he is combating the evil villains known as the Elementals. And so what will happen? Will Peter and Mysterio be able to fight off these evil Elementals? Will Peter be able to tell MJ how he feels? Will Ned actually prove to be a very good character as opposed to how he was in the last movie? And what will happen with everything going on? Well, you have to wait to see. This film answers all those questions and more in such a dynamic way that it's intriguing, engaging, entertaining, and a little, well, kind of whiny. So to start off with, let's get the main character out of the way. We're talking about Tom Holland's Peter Parker, someone who is now definitively, in my opinion, the best Peter Parker Spider-Man we have because he is someone who is a teenager who is growing up to be the Spider-Man he needs to be, and he has all the same problems and quips, and he's talks to himself, and he encompasses this character, and he makes this character his own. I love that about him. He does feel like a real person. He's not just a, I'm, you know, I'm a stereotype. No, he, you feel the conflict between Peter Parker and Spider-Man, and him being going one way or the other. And this film is him wanting to take a vacation from that. And then him rising up to the occasion, being like, okay, I can't be happy. Which is a common thread from the last film. We talked about this when we talked about Spider-Man Homecoming, where he can't let himself be happy. And this one, he thinks he can, but then he can't. And then, again, I don't want to go into too many spoilers, so I'm not going to go crazy. But he does an exceptional job. And the main premise of this movie is that Peter is wanting to be a kid, go on vacation, but the world is telling him, it's time for you to step up, to grow up. And does he grow up? Personally, yes, I think he does grow up, and he gets to the point which is where he needs to go as a character. And I'm not going to say anything really about where he goes, but it's an engaging, intriguing journey that I think we all can embrace and be a part of. So he was great in this. And playing against him in a, you know, like a dual lead character, we have Jake Gyllenhaal as... Mysterio, Quentin Beck, and I've got to say, it's after watching the film, it's pretty fascinating seeing how he plays this character. It's a realistic portrayal of this character, and, well, the f- I want to say more, but I can't. But Jake Hall, at first, I was a little frustrated with the character, but as the film goes on, especially when events occur... It really ramps it up and they're like, oh my god, this is genius. And we'll go and you go back and you see how it was played. And it's really a unique way that a lot of the audience was not expecting. I mean, if you're a big Spider-Man fan, you know the twist. I'm not going to say it until the spoiler review, but you know the twist about 
Quentin Beck and what goes on and why everything works out. And there are so many... Be quiet. Be quiet, Zan. You can't go any further. Okay. Now that I've worn myself off of making more spoilers, let's get to some of the other cast members. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson is playing it rough and gruff, and he is being not like Tony was in Homecoming. In Homecoming and in Avengers, Infinity War, Tony was the mentor figure who was there to encourage you and be there. Yes, he became upset at Peter at one point, but he's always there to push him forward in a constructive and positive way. Nick Fury, on the other hand, his situation is vastly different. He treats Peter like an adult in a way where it's not the, I'm going to talk to you at a level which you understand. No, this is kind of him talking down to Peter and him treating him like that. Like, I don't care about what you want, kid. The bigger picture is more important than what you need. And he's a little douchey about it. But you understand where he's coming from and when some stuff happens, you see it even more. Now, other major character I want to focus on in this is John Favreau. He's back as Happy Hogan, the head of security for Stark Industries, former driver and best friend of Tony Stark, who is Peter's minder in the first film. And in this one, he's actually really close to Peter, Spider-Man, and he does a great job being more like the uncle character. And he's a great mentor to him, especially with the events of Endgame, how he deals with it. And how he's there to be there for him. The other cast, pretty good. Uh, Zendaya is, I think she's a gem and she's doing great. Marissa Tomei, great as Aunt May. Now let's get to Ned Leeds, Jacob Batalon. Good actor. I hate the character. I think the character needs to go away. I understand they want to have, oh, it's Ned Leeds, it's Ned Leeds. But no, they conscripted Gact from... Ultimate Spider-Man, the Miles Morales Spider-Man, and threw him in his best friend, and we're trying to incorporate it, and it's just not working. Even though this film, they put him in more to the back seat, they give him his own storyline, which you kind of like, but it's kind of boring. It's kind of, you could throw it out. I totally would have thrown it out, but it's there. I think that hopefully in the next film, they transition him out. He's a good actor, but I just would... I think that we don't need this character at this point. We could just supplant him with another character. Uh, Tony Revolori as Flash Thompson. They've toned down his douchiness a little bit. And you actually kind of understand where he's coming from a little bit if you pay attention to the film. So he's a jerk and he's a bully. But he's you're kind of starting to understand where he's coming from. Now there's a lot of cameos. I'm not going to say any of the cameos because of, again, spoilers. But there's one moment in this film where Greta and I went to see this. Our mouth drops. We're like, oh my god, 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 oh my god. And just vibrating in a chair, just geeking out about this. And I did not look at any spoilers for this. And apparently, from what I've heard, Sony and Disney were like, and Marvel Studios were like, yeah. We don't care. You could talk about uh, Mysterio all you want. We could talk about certain plot elements, but this you cannot talk about. And it's a game changer. A total game changer for this movie. And I can't wait to talk about this more. Now, final thing before I give the review is I love the fact that this is Spider-Man Far From Home. It's no longer Spider-Man just in New York. Yes, you get some amazing shots in New York, but this is 
not just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, this is the international traveling Spider-Man. He goes all over Europe from Germany to England to, I think he's in, uh, was it Prague? Yeah, he's in Prague, Italy, and then the Netherlands. And, some, and there are some beautiful shots in this. The cinematography was on point. The visuals were amazing. There is one scene in Germany that, besides the visuals of the city itself, it's a great set piece. It's probably my favorite of the several action sequences that takes place. I will say it may involve a train at some point. Again, that's all I'm going to say. So, with all that being said, what am I going to give Spider-Man Far From Home? Well, you have to listen to our spoiler review to hear my entire review, but so far I'm going to give this a bar from a friend don't return unless offered Pocky. It's really good. Really good. It's a really enjoyable film and a nice epilogue to Phase 3 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, there is two th- things I would say, though. I do feel that... Well, the negative things I'll talk about in the spoiler review might more... Because it has to deal with major spoilers and little things. So we'll talk about that then. But there are some things that did bring this film found. It's a really good film, and it feels like a high school movie. And that I really enjoy. It's not a superhero movie. It's more high school film. Like a John Hughes movie. And I like that they've kept that over from the first film. But more on that in the future. With that in mind, this is your Hosan. I hope you guys are doing great. Keep listening to the podcast. I'm Gonsville. Catch you next time. And keep watching awesome movies and beautiful books. See you. Just like guys, look out, here comes the Spider-Man.